Hey, 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 welcome to the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. I am your host, Rolinda, and I am here as your coach, your spiritual advisor, to guide you through your healing while dropping some spiritual wisdom Jesus nuggets. The Psalms of My Emotions comes from my testimony of overcoming emotional turmoil that ultimately led me to my purpose. And my prayers for this podcast is that it will lead you all that are listening to your purpose while gaining the tools in the podcast for your healing. Let us hop right into another episode and let the healing begin. Hey, 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 those that are coming in or will be jumping in in a little bit, welcome, welcome, welcome to Emotion Monday, just so excited for this subject tonight, let me just get this intro out the way so we can hop into these Jesus nuggets, Um, if this is your first time listening, catching the replay, listening to the podcast, Emotion Monday is a play on words. E is for electronic. Motion is movement. A guy gave me this to just get on here on Monday specifically because I ask God for specifics <laughs> to get on here specifically. Um, and this is just a time where he gives me, you know, his wisdom. I drop it here. You can take it. And, um, it, you know, in my prayers, I pray that it gives you encouragement Um, that it may even give you some more insight into a situation. It could be confirmation, you know, just anything that will get you started, right? So I'm just so excited for tonight. And for my podcast listeners, I just want to thank you for listening, for continually tuning in, uh, watching out for new episodes, thought of the days, these Jesus nuggets. I pray that it has blessed your life. And I also wanted to, because I said I would do this the end of the month, you know, shout out the uh, states and the countries that have tuned in for the month. I didn't do it last month, um, but I'm going to go ahead and do it for this month, right? So I'm going to do it for this month and let you guys know, because we're going to be at the end of the month, um, who has been tuning in the uh, June for uh for the songs of my emotions podcast and this isn't you know on social media but this is just off of my uh things that i pick up so i'm gonna let you guys know and shout out because i know the podcast uh listeners will hear this those that uh listen audibly um i want to give a shout out to we'll start with the united states um indiana of course thank you thank you thank you Uh, We had this month, Indiana tuning in, Florida, Missouri, Virginia, Alabama, Oklahoma, Utah, Texas, New Jersey, Illinois, Georgia, Alaska, District of Columbia, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, and Ohio. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening in. And a lot of you are repeat listeners. So thank you. I pray that this is I'm giving you some insight, giving you some insight on Jesus, on what Jesus is doing in your life. 
Um, so I want to go ahead and go to the countries um, that have been tuning in. Uh, the Dominican Republic, thank you for continually tuning into this podcast. I appreciate you. Uh, Mexico, Germany, Poland, and Puerto Rico. Listen, I appreciate all of you that continue to tune in and to just listen to what God gives me. So, um this is a place also, you know, as a point of me dropping wisdom nuggets, you know, I leave the, I left this out of my intro, you know, you guys know um, my elephant is the, which this is what is missing, is my elephant on the corner of the screen. Um, my elephant, <laughs> which means, you know, uh, God gave that to me as well, uh, which just means, you know, just addressing the elephant in the room. We address the elephant in the room. We address, you know, what people just kind of go around and not tackling, you know, um, things that are deep emotionally, deep hurt, deep um, things that people really don't talk about on here, you know, as Christians. So this is what I address as well. Um, so some things may be kind of uh, harsh, I guess, <laughs> or maybe not. Hey, 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 Deshaun. Welcome. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and get started. You guys know the hashtag or you don't know the hashtag. Let the healing begin. So, Selah. I thought I talked about this before, about Selah. And the funny thing about it is that as I looked at my memories in my social media, I noticed that this is the time of year where I took a Salah. I called it a Salah. Um, and it was a time that I kind of just pulled away from everything. And, you know, just to get into this place with God, you know, that was how I felt last year. It was more so I was pulling back. But this year, you know, God wanted me to explain a little deeper about Selah. And this year is a little different. I'm not pulling back really from things like I did last year. Um, this year is really just kind of um, making sure, like I set boundaries or I'm sitting still to listen. It's more of what I'm doing in this Selah, you know, uh, moment, this Selah uh, time, right? It could last a week, a month, you know, whatever, but it's still this time that I'm checking in with, with God. I'm, I'm making sure I'm on the right path. I'm making sure um, I'm doing the things he wants me to do. I'm in the place he wants me to be. And I'm making sure that the assignment that he, he has given me is done according to how he wants it done. So, you know, we're going to go ahead and get in and say, I got a few notes. Listen, I love just say la when i read it in psalms when i read it in psalms uh i love it because for me i'm just such a poet and such a uh you know i'm a writer i'm, I'm i write poetry i love it because it's just so much poetry and the thing is the book of psalms is like a, it's if you do your research it's kind of known as like the mini bible right jesus is all in there right the revelation of Jesus is in there. But I call this the book for the creatives. This is something um, that I look at and I can understand it more than anything. 
right? Because it speaks to my heart. It speaks to my emotions. It speaks to my experiences, right? I love Psalms. I love it. And maybe because it's poetry, it's, it's, it's music, you know, I just love it because it speaks to my heart and it hits me in places, you know, where it causes me to worship, right? I love the book of Psalms because it, ca- it causes me to worship. And um, a lot of you know, and a lot of you don't know that my testimony comes from diving into the book of Psalms because um, I was in a dark place. And the first thing that I went to was Psalms. And, you know, I always say that Psalms saved my mind. Psalms saved, you know, and got me into worship. It taught me how to worship. I'm reading David and I'm reading how he's pouring out to God and it encouraged me to do the same, right? That the Psalms taught me how to worship, right? It taught me how to honor God in my pain. It taught me how to honor God in my emotions, in my tears, in my sadness, in my happiness. Even when things are good, it taught me how to uh, honor God in that, to find him in that, right? So, you know, uh, so Selah is in there. And every time I would read it in the book of Psalms, you know, I would just like, it would be like a somber, let me think about it. Let me meditate on this before it goes into another, um, you know, uh, song or it goes into another poetic thing. Like, it's a word that just like to sit and meditate on for a while, to sit and let God talk to you in this moment. That's what Selah, you know, means to me when I read it. It's just like sit and just let it melt in, sit and let it marinate, right? So I wanted to um, just say that and get into Selah because I believe a lot of you are in your, or God is pulling you into your Selah moment, right? You know, um, sometimes we have to watch when things are going too fast or where we're so eager to want the next thing of God and we did not do what we're supposed to do in our Selah moment. In that moment where you take a pause and see what God is saying to you, you know, take a pause and be in the presence of God, right? You know, that's what it is, like in between, right? So I looked up the definition. You guys know I am a definition person. So definition, say lie by definition, is a pause, an interlude, a break in the scene. So it's not a place where, you know, when people think about say lie, they think of rest, they think of, you know, it's this is the time to not do anything. Uh, to be lazy, to just sit and do nothing, to take your mind off of God, <laughs> to do things that you want to do, to do things that that pleases your flesh. That is not what a moment of Selah is. You know, it's a moment to gather your thoughts, gather, you know, just sit in this place and see exactly where you're at. So again, the definition is a pause, an interlude or a break, like in the scene. And I love that because um, I posted a post earlier on my post and on my Instagram about correlating it to, you know, like a a, a scene or intermission in a, a movie or a play or, you know, whatever, opera. You notice that if an opera is like about three hours, four hours long, whatever, um, there is always an inter, intermission, 
there's a break. Now, for those that are watching, you know, of course they take a break from watching, you know, they eat popcorn, they get their snacks, but I'm talking about the actors, the people that are serving in this moment, the people that are, you know, are make, making things happen, you know, for this um, movie, for a play or whatever. These are the people that are working behind the scenes. So it is a, 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 a break. It is an interlude. It is a, a change in the scene. And so you know that actors, right, They in, what they're doing in the background is that they're changing clothes. They're preparing for the next scene. They're preparing for the next, you know, curtain opening. They're preparing, right? So in this inner inner uh, mission, in this Selah, this should be a time for you to prepare for the next scene. The next thing that you're asking God to do for you before it gets revealed to everyone else, right? Before it gets revealed to everyone else, you have a costume change. You know, sometimes they have makeup change. They have all of these things going on behind the scenes. And the thing is, this is what God does. God hides us behind the scenes in these Selah moments, in this break in the scenes from everybody because everybody's not going to see you know, your transformation, your change of clothes, your change of makeup, your change of costume, whatever it is, God is not God is not going to allow people to see that while they're getting their snacks and everything and waiting for you to come back on. You are going through this transformation. You are going through this preparation. So Selah is not a moment where you just sit and do nothing, you know, and I don't mean by being busyness. It's such a difference. Not being busy but you're in preparation for the next scene. You're in preparation for the next blessing. You're in preparation for the next um, move or whatever God wants to do with you. Because the thing about when God moves us, it's not such an easy, like, just go there and this, I'm going to do it. It's, it's for a reason when God moves us, when God transitions us. And most of the time it requires us to change. Right. If you think about the, the sequence of your life and how God maybe works through you, you were never the same as when God did that new thing for you. Right. It was always a change in you. It was always, you know, you maybe loved better. You um, became nicer. Your attitude got better. Right. That's things that should happen. You bring your old self into this next scene, this next transition, people are going to look at you like, did the scene change? What happened? Right? What did what happened in intermission? This person didn't even change. This person didn't even change clothes. This is a whole new scene, a whole new um, setup. And why didn't this person prepare for the setup? Right? These, this is how people are going to look at you. You know, they see you doing things, they see you, and but they see no change in you. Right? And more dangerously, they don't see more Jesus in you. Woo. Listen, this Holy Ghost talking. I ain't got none of that in my notes. <laughs> more importantly, you know, they see less, less Jesus in you when they should see more Jesus in you. When God changes the scene, people should see when the, that curtain's open, more Jesus, not less. So as God is changing things, like I said, more Jesus and less of you, right? Jesus. 
<laughs> this is good already. I'm just so excited about this because I think people don't understand um, when God calls for you to, to, to break away, he's calling you to his presence in a more intimate way than not not only just just going to church right it's it's deeper than that it's further than that he's calling you into this place where it's no distractions right it's just uninterrupted um in, instructionals it's, it's uninterrupted conversations it's uninterrupted communication and he's calling a lot of you, and I believe so, I mean, so deeply. He's calling a lot of you in this moment with him because he wants to change the scene for you. He wants to open up a door. You know, we all talking about doors nowadays. He wants to open up a door, open up a scene for you. But in this moment of the scene change, are you changing? Right? Are you preparing? You know, are you getting, um, you know, and I would say more personally, are you getting financials together? Are you getting your body together? What are you doing in your Selah? Are you um, eating healthy? What are you doing in your Selah? What are you doing to prepare for the scene change? Because when them curtains open, people are going to see what God did with you. If he did anything with you, right? So you want to make good, you know, of being in his presence. And what I wrote down, now this part is in my notes. Um, Selah is for those that want God more than anything. You may have a problem with the Selah if you are uncomfortable or not satisfied with just sitting in the presence of God. I'll read that again. Selah is for those that want God more than anything. You may have a problem with the Selah if you are uncomfortable or not satisfied with just sitting in the presence of God. You know, this is a part where you don't too much pull on other people, right? And if you don't want God to deal with you, get you together, this Selah, you're going you're gonna to try to avoid it. You're going to be distracted. Right. God is trying to pull you into this place. Right. And you're going to be so distracted. Pulling on other people, want other people to fill into you that you're not going to be prepared for the scene change. And I'm going to keep on saying it because it was good to me. You're not going to be prepared for the scene change. So if you're uncomfortable and not satisfied, not content with the presence of God sitting there, letting him deal with you, letting him dig up all that old stuff didn't get to the root you know get to that healing right because you know here we're all about healing look that's the hashtag let the healing begin if you're not letting him touch those those soft spots in you right you're not having a selah <laughs> you're not having a selah if you're not letting him touch those parts parts of you that is required to 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 that needs healing before you go to the next scene, right? Sitting in his presence demands transformation and processing. So I don't know anyone that sits in the presence of God and has not changed. Like when you experience God, you will never be the same, right? You, you will never, 
<laughs> be the same. Those that say that they sit in the presence of God and they come out like nothing changed, like your attitude ain't changed. None of that has changed. I beg to differ. You, you have not experienced God. You can't be in God and just and things be the same. You know, like even with Moses being in the presence of God and everything, you know, his whole countenance changed. His face was shining. Right. You know, so people even saw the difference. So people, when you're in the presence of God, and you come out, people should be able to see a difference in you. Yes, his presence alters you like. It's like, how can it not, right? <laughs> how can it not alter you, right? So it's like your say lie, because like I said, last year, I got pulled away from things and I found it funny that I was, I looked at my memories and this was the same exact time that I was talking about say lie. I thought I did a live about it last year, but I guess I didn't. Must have been a thought of the day or something. But, um... This time is different, right? Because I'm still, it's like, it's a preparation. So say last year was a pulling away and really soaking in God's presence. But this year is a, um, like a, a check thing. Like a, I'm preparing for the next scene to change, right? So I just wanted to get on here and let you guys know that like, uh, say is used 74 times in the Hebrew Bible. Um, some of it is used as a musical interlude, but more, you know, um, interestingly enough, it, um, I read that it was kind of a word that really nobody really knows <laughs> truly what it means. So there's different ways, you know, uh, say like it could be, could mean, you know, in the old Testament it's seen as saying amen or hallelujah. Right. So even in then that makes all the more sense. What I'm talking about with the say is that it is an amen and it is a hallelujah moment. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus moment, right? Let's see. The presence of the unchangeable God forces you to change. Yes, that's good. That's so good. Yes, forces you to change. Look, God ain't going to change. You going to change, right? You going to change in the midst of being there. And I just, I wanted to force this say loud, like I said, and I keep, um, you know, because God is pulling a lot of you in that moment to be with him, to be in his presence, um, make time, make room for him outside of a Sunday morning, outside of a, a Wednesday or third, whatever you have Bible studies, you know, you go to church outside of those times where you're in the walls. God really wants to deal with you. Like what time are you setting for him outside of the walls? right do you do you really get into that place with him where you can hear instructions you know what you have to prepare for the next like you know what you have to solve or take care of for the next right so you know i'm just really just harping on that because a lot is changing for a lot of you you know um really quickly soon you know or it's, it's coming up a lot of changes and you need to know how to uh, prepare for the scene change because the scene is going to get ready to change for a lot of you and you want to be prepared for it changing and it requires you to change for a lot of you you're asking god you're wanting god to do this but it's preparing it, it's requiring for you to change 
to have a different disposition. It's requiring you to have more of Jesus, right? <laughs> to have more of a prayer life. It's requiring more from you, right? And I don't know, I'm just thinking in my head, the song, you know, it's it's more that, that he requires from you, you know, um, just her, just that, just that land. You know, it's more that God is requiring from a lot of us, I believe in this season, we're asking God to do these things, but he's just like, but there's more that I'm requiring from you, right? And the devil would love, the enemy would love to tell you that this say lie or this, uh-oh. The Lord would like to tell you, you know, and let you know that this say lie is, is, is you don't need that. You know, you don't need to be, just keep on doing, just keep on, you know, being busy, you know, doing whatever. And you're not taking time to just sit. Cause I mean, it's intentional. It's intentional. You know, you sitting back, it's intentional, you know, to, to sit in that place with God. You know, maybe you're not doing nothing for the day to sit. Because when I tell you, um, God got me together yesterday. <laughs> Like I said about uh, financials and just really just coming up with a plan, right? Because I'm sitting there just like frustrated because I'm like, I can't, why can't I go on vacation, Jesus? And God like, well, do something about it, right? And so I had to really just kind of take a look at where I'm at, you know, financially and just really had to just like, okay, Lord, I have to get a plan together, Right. You know, and even with you doing that plan, a lot of times, sometimes God just wants you to do a plan and he'll take care of the rest, right? He just wants to make sure you're aware because when you see it and you're faced with it and when he does come with that favor or whatever, you'll know it was nobody but God. It was nobody but God that helped you. You knew exactly what was going on. And when it came to a resolve, you're like, God, God, that was you. That was nobody but you, right? That helped me out, that that gave me that favor because I was faced with a lot, right? So me looking at it had a plan, but you know, before the scene changes, before God sends me into next, there are things that I had to sit with him with you know, and to change. Because some things God is not going to wipe away and do everything. There's some things by his grace and mercy that he will do, but there are things that he requires you to do it on your own. And what it's going to do is build character. What it's going to do is just make you stronger. It's going to make you that person that you need to be, right? For the next thing, for the, for the, um, thing that, you know, you may be waiting on for the thing he wants to do, uh, not just even with you, just for the glory of him, right? Um, but to, and, and you know, what if he called you to like multiple people, you know, multitudes, you know, the thing is the nations, you know, you have to be prepared. Do you know the degree of preparation, the degree of being in his presence is going to require for you to be in that place to minister to people, Right? Because when you go and minister to people in that multitude, you shouldn't show up. It should be more, absolutely more Jesus showing up than you showing up. <laughs> people don't understand that. You got to be so low that 
you know, God, when you send me to these unknown territories, I may not know how to speak this language, but it's going to work out. And that means I have to have less of me. I have to know how to, to have less of me so that more of you can show up. You're ministering. I'm not. I'm just a vessel, right? You're in control of my, my mind, my mouth, my, you know, you say what needs to be said. And, and that's it. But I just have to know how to discipline my flesh, right? And in your say, and a lot of you said in your say live moments, for a lot of you that are listening, watching the replay, listening to the podcast, your say live moment is um just sitting and letting God deal with your flesh. Right? Dealing with your flesh, you know, letting you know that hey, this may be getting in the way of something, right? Before I turn you loose to the next scene, to the scene change, you know, let's take this break and let's deal with this. Some of us are just going, going, going. We haven't took any breaks to deal with with, with what's going on with our flesh. Right? Because some things require our discipline. A lot of things require our discipline. We need to be disciplined. (laughs) That's what I'm learning. Hey, in this season... I'm truly learning that discipline is key. And I've been told that for a long time about discipline. Discipline, discipline, discipline. Like you got to be disciplined. And for years, I didn't understand what that meant. But now that I'm looking at all what God wants to do with me, oh, I need discipline. (laughs) I don't know about y'all. I need discipline. I need to go to bed. I need to eat right, right? I need to, because I know if I I got a lot going on or whatever, I'm going to be tired, right? I'm not going to be able to handle that if I just don't, you know, even with um, in the habit of writing and doing the things that I have to do, right? I, I have to take out time in my day to do it. I can't just, uh, I can hop up and do it, but you know, it's better if I just set aside time to do it. I mean, a whole lot of discipline, Clad. (laughs) A whole lot. Because sometimes we think it's just, we're going to hop on the scene and it's going to happen. God, you know, and people use this all out out of whack and out of context, you know, just with God, you prepare the people for the call. Yeah. The skills is in you, but you got to be disciplined. <laughs> you know, God is going to have you do it, but you got to be disciplined in some aspects. Right? You got to you got to be disciplined. God not going to do it all. And some things require us, you know, and, and it says, you know, uh, present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable, you know, which is your reasonable service. <laughs> So there are things that we have to do that are, you know, it's discipline, it's sacrificial. You know, we may not want to go to bed early. We don't want to eat them vegetables, right? You know, you don't want to eat no salad with everything. You don't want to have a a, a side of veggies. You don't want to eat that fruit. You want a piece of cake. Listen, I may be talking about myself. I don't want to eat that right now. I want a piece of cake. But we got to know how to sacrifice things and put things down, right? (laughs) 
said that eating that's for me <laughs> right Janaya listen you know and it's eating I believe so much in part a lot of things is the eating give me the fruit class <laughs> class said, give me the fruit and I love fruit I love fruit but sometimes you you want that piece of cake you know for, for me piece of cake you know sometimes you want ice cream but cake is for me I'm for the cake right <laughs> Yes, you know, like I said, I love fruit and things, but you know, when God calls you to to start changing stuff, it's like you got to be obedient. You got to be obedient, and you got to know this is your your selah. This is your preparation. This is a pause, and thank God for His mercy, His grace, His wisdom. Thank God for in His infinite wisdom and His patience. That he allows us and gives us time to prepare. For the people that say that God doesn't give us time to prepare for things, you you just missed that selah. You missed that time, that pause. God gave you a pause, but you did what you wanted to do in that pause. Right? God in his infinite, like I said, infinite wisdom and direction and how he cares and he's such a loving father. He gives us heads up. He gives us more than enough time, but sometimes we're just like, I'm going to do what I want to do. And then when it comes, you're like, oh my God, I got to prepare. You scrambling around and God is like, I gave you time to prepare. I gave you a selah. And what did you do with it? You didn't do it to prepare. You did it to, to maybe not do anything, right? To not get some stuff in order. You took it as a time for this is me time. I'm about to go go out with my friends and do this and this and that, which there's nothing wrong with it. But there's a season where God just calls you strictly to just like, hey, I need your hand to the plow. Right. And and the hand to the plow as far as preparing. Preparation like I need I need you to handle this. I need you to tackle this. I need you to, to, to kill that, you know, that fat demon. <laughs> I need you to kill that fat demon. I need you to, to kill that, that you staying up late at night. I need to pull you away from relationships for a season, right? From, from dating for a season, you know, and I'm talking about something that you know, that I know, right? And um, I'm called, you know, uh, to be transparent. Y'all know I don't care about being transparent. You know, I'm called to be in a season of no dating right being 41 years old and someone that does desire marriage i'm still called to a season of don't you go there <laughs> right i don't know how long the season is gonna be but i have to be obedient to the to, to the will of god i can't be concerned on my age or you know whatever because if god said it's gonna happen it's gonna happen and you and some of us a lot of us all of us we got to take that to the bank right god will call them seasons to you where it's just like you ain't got time to be entertaining nobody you got to work up with being disciplined yes turn them video games off clad <laughs> turn them off and go to bed or prepare your sermon right get some study time in you know enhance your knowledge and enhance your spirit with the word you know grab a sunday school book go to town 
when I tell you when I read my Sunday school book, it always takes me down like a funnel. Like I'll be here and then I'm like, how did I get here? I'm looking at uh, different people in the Bible and I'm researching. And I'm like, God, how did I get here? You know, I was reading on this and now I'm here. Yeah, study. You know, God is giving you the time to study. You know, who's to say that, you know, whatever he wants to do, you may not have time to, you know, to prepare and to do things. So it's best to just take that time now that you have it, right? Don't be tempted to fill it with things. So, you know, like I said, I want to heart back on the, the dating thing, right? You know, if you know nothing is working out, just, and your attention is turned to, to, you know, men and things, you know, just, and it's not working out. It's like, you know what? I don't have time for this. It's not that it's not going to happen. It's just that God is calling my attention to something else, right? And the thing is, even with the devil knowing that, he'll bring something to distract you. I don't even know how I'm getting on this, but he'll bring something to distract you, even though you were focused in, in your Selah, getting ready for the scene to change, and here comes somebody, right? And you're just like, well, no, God is sitting there looking at you like, let me see if you're going to say no. It may not be nothing wrong with this person. This person is, you know, ideal, you know, hey, whatever, you know, he's a nice guy or, you know, nice woman or girl or whatever. And then he tells you no. And you be like, well, God, something, see? He just told you no, and that just needs to be okay, right? Because <laughs> I'm more than fine with it because I just have so much on my plate and on my agenda that I want to complete before I even get started because, you know, really relationships take up your time. You know, you get to know a person, you you know, they want to spend time with you, um, then it gets to spending more time, and then it takes you away from other things, so, you know. It will come, you know, for those that are, you know, you feel like, what's wrong, God? What's wrong with me? Or what? Nothing wrong with you, probably. God just maybe just calling you. It just, it's not your season, right? He's preparing you. He's getting you ready for something, right? Getting ready for, um, to embark on your, uh, another level or something in your purpose. Um, you know, you may not, he may getting you prepared to move physically. You know, you never know. But anyway, <laughs> I pray that this encouraged you guys. I'm trying to make sure that I didn't miss anything. But I pray that this encouraged you guys and to get another perspective on what uh, a Selah is. You know, and when God calls you to pause, to take a, and, and when I say break, I mean, like I, I described many times about the intermission, about what happens with the actors behind the scene. They're changing clothes, you know, changing wardrobe, makeup, whatever. They're still working, but the thing is they're preparing. So this Selah in this season for a lot of you is just a, a, a place of preparation. I won't say season. It's a place of preparation. And you have to know when God is preparing you. It takes discernment. Right. It takes discernment to know when God is preparing you for something and not to rush into the next scene without being prepared. Right. So I want you guys to just take this, be prepared, be in the presence of God, be vulnerable in the presence of God. And don't get uh, discouraged if he tells you you got this to work on and be like, I will. When am I ever going to? Nope. 
enjoy that time being with God. You know, I love being in the presence of God. I really do because not only does he shape me and form me, but I feel his love like, like no other, right? Nobody can replace that love like he can, like in his presence, even while he's molding me, I feel his love, you know? So I know that he wants the best for me. I know he wants me to, to do and be the, what he wants me to be, you know, for his glory. So I'm going to sit there because he loves me. He looking out for me. He telling me, you know, and that's another thing. God is not your enemy. When he tells you not to do things, he's not your enemy. He's He loves you so much that he's giving you that heads up to prepare. He loves you so much. He's telling you, wait, you ain't ready for that. Take this moment. Take this time with me to know how to transform, to, to go through this process so you can be what I want you to be. I'm, I'm like, I want to be a proud father. Right. I want you to do the things that I want. I put you out in the earth to do. Right. <laughs> All right. I'm done. I believe. <laughs> so I thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you uh, for those that will watch the replay, listening on the podcast. I appreciate you uh, for the sharing. And for those that would like to just send questions or anything, you can email me at um, uh, Relinda McCoy at the PFME.com. You can email me there, send questions. I'll read it on here. I can do it anonymously. I ain't got the you know, a region name or anything, but please, you can email me, Rolinda McCoy at the P of me.com. Follow me um, on Instagram. It's Rolinda C. McCoy. Lord. I'm going to update my TikTok. My TikTok is under the Psalms of My Emotion podcast. Um, Let's see. And also you can view this in the replay on YouTube. <laughs> okay, I think I got everything out. <laughs> oh, and before I end this, you know, there are those that come on here that I don't know. Um, and those that may not know Christ, you know, as your savior, this is your opportunity to do this today. You can give your life to Christ today. You don't have to wait till you go to church or go into a building to do it, you know, because it's a heart thing. It's a heart thing with God. You can accept God as you are listening, as you are watching. Um, you go, and even if you want to go in your Bible in Romans 10 and 9, and it states that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved for it is with your heart, with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. So this is the plan of salvation. And when you read this and when you do what it says, right, that you believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. He died for your sins, right? If you believe that in your heart, like can't nobody tell you <laughs> anything else of what that scripture said, like can't nobody tell you that you're not saved, right? Because you believe that God died for you. And then if you, um, you know, confess it with your mouth, right? Say it out loud that, hey, God, I believe it. All of that. You're saved today. That's the good news about the gospel, right? That access to him is available.
access to them is just with confessing and believing it in your heart. And he's at, he right there. <laughs> right? So I'm just, I get so excited, you know, because I don't know. And I would love to see the day when I do um, go to meet God, that he shows me a role of people that watch this, that listen to this podcast, they, that gave their lives over to God just because of this. Because this is what is all worth it. Worth, I mean, it's all worth it for this, right? So I thank you guys for tuning in. Um, catch me next week. I'm not sure if I want to come on before the holiday, but I think I will because I think I have something uh, that God has given me to talk about. All right. So thank you guys. I will see you later. Um, I'm thinking of doing a couple thought of the day, so stay tuned <laughs> to that. All right. See ya. Bye-bye.